We're learning a little bit about the outdoors, and hopefully hopefully we're teaching a little bit about the outdoors here on the Carolina Outdoors. Well, and hopefully we're teaching it properly. You know, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's always that concern, too. You know, uh, TJ pushed push the buttons, and I don't even think we were quite ready to, to move on to our next segment. So we're just going to have to figure this thing out. No, it's all good. So, Bill, as we move into the holiday season, people are buying gifts. It's my observation that, you know, we've talked about a lot of this stuff already, but I feel like we have properly fit more people (laughs) for the right shoes for their feet and the right pants. And there's a public service announcement here that most of you men uh, do not actually know your correct shoe size. (laughs) Or women. Or women. Or your correct pant size. Um and, and so uh, we've done a public service here, and we've helped people get into shoes that, and pants that fit. <laughs> pant size. I know shoe size, but pant size, it makes me think of the old saying, um, I'm a 32 waist, but 34s are so confident, uh, comfortable, I wear a 36. <laughs> it's hard to follow. That is hard to follow. that's what it makes what's me think So of. what size belt do you buy for that? Um, but, you know, we've—, we've, we've sold and gift wrapped a lot of blundstones and on running mountain khakis and duck heads and things like that and and some of the things that aren't on that that gift guide like that i mean the nano puff is there and lots of pendleton but then a whole bunch of family-owned buck knives and spider co mm, yes. and bench made stuff like that and then uh, those people who are living the dream getting ready for some faraway trips so getting some outfitting for uh, patagonia the amazon Ski trips out to Breckenridge, which is like negative six degrees right now. Telluride, big sky, all that kind of stuff. So more power to y'all for getting out there. That's right. Well, thanks for including us at Jesse Brown's and here on the Carolina Outdoors. And, Wes, with that, of course, we started doing this a few weeks ago, and we invite anyone to send their question over to us. Jesse is the hardest part of this email, jesse at jessebrowns.com. J-E-S-S-E, if you have any kind of question that we can answer here on the air of the Carolina Outdoors. We had a couple that come in. Are you ready for some of this, Wes? Let's try it. Let's see what happens. And and we've done our studying, and I have some the information here. Aaron from Cotswold, the Cotswold uh, uh, neighborhood here in Charlotte, sent a note. You guys talk about hiking trails, greenways, and parks, but what about walking to see Christmas lights? Where is a good place to go? Well, you know what, Wes, yeah. just earlier we had on Jesse Hyde from the Whitewater Center. Yeah. And they have a short, uh, I mean, a short enough, easy enough hike over there with Christmas lights for you to enjoy. That's a good one. Um, you could also do McAddenville if you wanted to, I guess. Oh, now I do have that too. Um, but I would recommend McAddenville during the week. Yes. Because on the weekends, it's going to be a traffic jam like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> just, and if you're not going to get out of your car there, if you're just going to stay in the vehicle to do McAddenville, make sure you have a full tank of gas. Because, I mean, like you could be in your car for two or three hours if the traffic is bad. Yeah. But, Bill, I also think like South Park is a good area to, to walk. Myers Park has some great neighborhoods. Uh, right over there by um, Myers Park High School, there's a couple great streets with some really good lights. Um that you can just get into the spirit of the season, yeah. so to speak, but also have a, a little bit of 
exercise and fresh air. Yeah, yeah. I did. You mentioned McCaddenville, and I did. Those lights over there, and we've talked to Dick Roberts, who was there at the founding of the light display in Christmastown several times. If you're interested in hearing interviews with Dick Roberts of McCaddenville, North Carolina, uh, go to Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors and type in Dick Roberts or Christmastown or McCaddenville. Those old... uh, um, um, interviews with Mr. Roberts will pop up. He gave us advice in several of those, and they do have uh, walking areas and parking areas. So if you want to go over there, like West, you just said it perfectly, go during the week. Don't go Friday, Saturday, or Sunday because the volume of traffic increases, I don't know how many times over. But they do have... Uh, parking areas, free parking yep. in McCaddenville. They do ask for you to stay on the sidewalk. Don't get in people's yards or right. And, people uh, live there. Yeah, so people live there. the The uh, cost is free. That there is no um, charge to enjoy the lights at McCaddenville by hiking. The route takes I don't know forty five minutes an hour. If you're walking, it can take as long as you want. It's about uh, one point three miles around the normal loop in McCaddenville. Um, it's a great way to get into the spirit. Oh, also the church chimes and church bells in the town of McCaddenville will be ringing as well. Well, and aren't some of those lights or all the lights on timers? At least the ones in the town are, right? Yeah, so I have that on here. They uh, it And when it turns off, I think they turn off at 1030. That's reasonable. It, at least the official lights of McCaddenville um, so they are on a on a on a timer. You can't take a golf cart over and do it that way unless it is street uh-huh. legal. I just like saying that street legal, street legal <laughs> golf cart. <laughs> I swear to God, it is street legal. So I think those are good. A- another good place too, if you are in the Asheville area. Now this takes uh, you have to pay, but the Biltmore Estate uh, up in the Asheville area. Wow, that'll get you there, too. But that one does come with the charge. It was yesterday at Biltmore, as the commercial always says. <laughs> so, Aaron, I hope that answers your question. Uh, we do like talking about the parks and the trails and the greenways. But, hey, Christmastown, USA, the Whitewater Center, and then different uh, uh, neighborhoods in Charlotte um, uh, as well to get in that spirit. Here's another one. Very timely. Cindy in Charlotte asks, what are the chances of a white Christmas this year? And we don't have uh, Al Conklin, uh, a head meteorologist at WBTV, on the hotline over here either. I mean, I think I'm probably more likely to become a Rhodes Scholar <laughs> or, or a multi-billionaire between now and then. Uh, I would say it's probably close to zero. It's it's only snowed around Christmas four times. I, that's right? what, yeah. Here uh, in Charlotte. Yes, Um so I think your answer is right. There is a, such a slim chance. Um, I did try to look up a little bit of it. Uh, Chris McCahey had an article, WCNC um, um, meteorologist. Four times it has snowed over an inch in the past 143 years. So some of it is what constitutes a white Christmas. Because um, we'll have spitting snow and that sort of thing, but... Uh, uh, where snow really is measurable four times in 143 years of record keeping. So I have the breakdown on it. Um, the, the most was in 1878. Was uh, Grant president then? I mean, good, good <laughs> night. That, we're talking about 
I mean, that was before electricity. Uh, <laughs> 1947, um, 1947 was the snowiest, 5.8 inches. Okay. That's 1947, two years after the end of World War II. The second snowiest was 1880. They had four inches of snow. The rest of it, besides the one I said in 1878, um, it, it, the last time was 2010, and that was less than half an inch of snow. Now, we did have some snow on that day, a blizzard of sorts, 2001 or two around the holiday. It wasn't exactly on Christmas. I think it was the 26th and the 27th. I I remember that because I was driving back from Charleston. Yes. And that drive took me, it should have taken (laughs) three and a half hours, and it took like seven. So how's your internal clock? Do you know what year that was? Was it 2002? 2010, 12 years ago. Oh uh, no, there was also there was also one. That I'm thinking of. Oh, way back, way back, way back. Getting the way back machine. All right, so crunching the numbers and Chris McKay, he did this. WCNC, uh, not me, and not Wes. But measurable snowfall happens on average every 36 years in Charlotte, and a chance of seeing at least some snowflakes every 13 years, at least based on the past 143. So, so we have a chance. Though, we have a chance. So, so you're saying there's a chance. Listen, we'd like to thank Jesse Hyde from the Whitewater Center for joining us here on the program. Also, Colleen Brandon from the Charlotte Ledger and Brandstorm PR. And Wes Lawson right there. For TJ the DJ Boggs and Cat Harrell on the podcast, this is Bill Barty saying make the outdoors look a little bit better than you found it and pick up your trash. <laughs>